Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, what to do when you've had enough of your husband. Dear Viv, first of all, I'd like to thank you for your weekly podcast. I love listening to it. I don't know if I'm experiencing a delayed midlife crisis or just a middle-aged malaise, but I'm so discontented with my life, my job, and mainly with my husband. He's a good, decent man, but I find him irritating beyond measure. He's a lovely dad, our daughter's a teenager, loves his parents, turns up for work every day, cooks, mows the lawn, but I just don't get on with him. I find him extremely boring and I don't fancy him in the slightest, although objectively he is quite attractive. When I'm not working, I spend my days imagining how my life would have been if I'd married an ex or how happy I could be in the future with someone else. It doesn't help that he invested money in a business several years ago and we lost rather a lot, a life-changing amount actually. Sometimes I feel I hate him. Sometimes I feel I can tolerate him. Rarely do we connect over anything. We have a nice house and a reasonably comfortable lifestyle, although I keep imagining how much better it would be if it hadn't been for the business. I can't seem to stop dwelling on the past and feel unhappy and lonely in our relationship. We don't have mutual friends, but I have a lovely supportive network, although I don't feel able to confide all this to them. He doesn't have any friends as he's lost touch with them. Financially, we can't really afford to divorce, and I think that's the only thing that's keeping us together. In addition, I'm now 50 and feel it's too late to leave as I don't want to be on my own, but have little hope of meeting someone else. I've suffered a few setbacks in work too recently and I'm feeling rather useless, so that hasn't helped. I have a history of depression, but I've managed that really well over the last 10 years. Do you know, Viv, I'm reading this and thinking, count your blessings, you sound like a self-indulgent, self-absorbed, immature old girl. There probably isn't anything you can do to help, but setting it all down on paper seems to have been cathartic, so thank you. 
Oh, dear old girl, listen to yourself. And seriously, you're not an old girl at all, as you're barely a few years older than me, and I definitely don't feel that old. Well, not today anyway, as I'm just drinking a Barocca and it's given me a bit of a spring in my step. Don't ask me how old I feel tomorrow. Well, old girl, there is a lot going on here. And the first thing I want to encourage you to do is to give yourself some compassion and think about your life situation in a much more open and universal way. Please try and depersonalize this for yourself because you're really not alone in any of these feelings in your life situation. You know, you're married and it's hard to be married for a long amount, for any amount of time. I was going to say for a long amount of time, but for any amount of time, marriage is difficult. I've been married for 18 years and I think anybody who is in a marriage knows that a lot of the feelings that you're having, they're very common. You know, these feelings come and go. I recently read an extraordinary interview with Emma Thompson, who's had a long marriage to the actor Greg Wise. And she described this time in her marriage as having what she calls deaths and rebirths all the time of the relationship. She said they'd had at least three big deaths and rebirths in their relationship, which I think spans about 20 years. And in any long relationship, we have these ebbs and flows of things being difficult, things being easier, things coming from the outside and threatening us, things coming from the inside uh, and threatening us. And it's always difficult and it's not personal to you. So please remember that. The other things that you're going through as well in your life, they're big life changes that bring big changes in our feelings. Whether you're going into your 30s, your 40s, or as you are into your 50s, that's a huge milestone. Dealing with being long-term married instead of being newly married, having teenage kids instead of being a new parent, All these changes and transitions in life are things that we all face at different times and it's completely natural to feel unsettled by them. So please don't think that these things are things that only you are suffering from. Many people are going through similar things at the same time. It's just that we're not always honest about how difficult life can be. As you suggest, it's not easy to confide in others always. It's not always easy to open up. Not least of all, because when the main problem is inside a marriage, it's really hard to talk to other people about that because of the trust that you preserve within a marriage. So well done to you for getting it all out there and writing it down and sharing it with me. I hope that helped. But please don't beat yourself up about this situation because a lot of it is not you, it's life. That said, however, there are some elements here which are clearly personal to you. You mention your husband's business loss and you say, financially, we can't really afford to divorce. I wonder what that really means. There's clearly some resentment about this business loss and some residual feelings of anger there. And this is something that's very personal to you and your situation. Those feelings, I wonder if you should be processing them with a counsellor, either on your own or with your husband in marriage guidance counselling. Once again, I'm going to recommend welldoing.org, who would be able to help you online to find either of those kind of counsellors, whether it's a therapist or a marriage guidance counsellor. This particular issue could be something that could be quickly put to bed with the right kind of open conversation, possibly facilitated by a therapist, I think. At the moment, 
it feels a bit like a ticking time bomb in the middle of your relationship. It's something you could put behind you, but you're using it at the moment to build up this whole other lot of resentment around this one issue. So I wonder if getting to grips with that issue might really help. Everything I've mentioned so far, I think, is fixable and manageable for you. But the flashpoints for me that worry me slightly about your situation are these irritating beyond measure. Sometimes I feel I hate him. I find him extremely boring and don't fancy him in the slightest. You just can't carry on with someone if you feel that way about them. So either you need to find a way to change your feelings or you need to explore whether you really want to stay in this relationship. And this is not something that you're going to know overnight. I'm biased as I'm very pro-marriage, although obviously I don't advocate staying in a miserable marriage. But it sounds to me as if there are a lot of positives for you to focus on. So I would advise reinforcing all of these and seeing if that makes any difference to your thinking. If you're still unhappy, even when you've done a lot of work on focusing on the positives, then that would be the time to investigate your other options. So let me point out the positives in your letter in your situation. You say we have a nice house and a reasonably comfortable lifestyle. You mention your good health, amazing child, your family and friends. You say, I have a history of depression, but I've managed that really well over the last 10 years. That's a fantastic achievement. And you also say, this is really important, objectively, he is quite attractive. That's not a bad thing. Focus on that. You say, rarely do we connect over anything. But you do say rarely. You don't say never. So sometimes you do connect. I think it's really key to focus on these positives. I don't want to sound cheesy, but I think you're probably desperate enough to try anything. And I think a gratitude diary might help. Writing down these positives every day. Write down five things you're grateful for every morning and five things every evening. Can be as simple as, I made a great cup of tea. We have a roof over our heads. My husband isn't as annoying as I think he is. Focus on the good feelings you have for your husband and the good things that he's done for you. We all make stupid mistakes. We all go through periods of being a bit dull and a bit down, let's be honest. But life is long and the more forgiveness, understanding and compassion we can find for ourselves and for others, the easier it is to get through. I'm sending you lots of love and lots of luck, old girl. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.